0: Two, three. Yeah, that made me happy. Yeah. I'm professional
1: today. We just so. do it for shits and giggles.
0: That's so cute. Yeah. I like that.
1: Well, so we're having you on the podcast. Yes. Me and you've been working together a little bit, kind of like just getting some things rolling. Yeah. Uh, Kate. This
0: is fucking up my head. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I don't. Know. I hate, I hate <laughs> wow. listening to myself. I feel like I was time. just watching a movie and my brain stopped working. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. That was.
1: <laughs> was that a lot of processing power for you? Did Ooh. you like cap out there?
0: Dude, it was like hard. <laughs> in my head that's what it sounded like oh my god it was crazy that was i did not like that what are you asking me
1: sick (laughs) Sick. no i was just saying that like what we've been doing and then you're kind of starting to do the podcast thing you're kind of like trying to do do more yeah with your life
2: (laughs) yeah and that you guys are siblings which i had no idea until like i the thousandth time we probably had a conversation yeah
0: no idea so the wait who's I think he's just at a girl's house all day, like which? Yeah, I, I just thought you guys with? were like friends and stuff, and like who, doing a po- I'm
1: that good of friends with. <laughs> I
0: have
2: I have no idea. I was like, all right, it's like a will they, won't they type thing. Like I was like so that's
0: confused. I know. I was that's like, I was like, what's going on? No, with he, that?
1: Uh, I wonder how many people are on if If many Instagram. of my friends
0: woke up, came into my house, went to my room, and opened up all my blinds, I would never be friends with them
1: again. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm, no that's totally like the only
0: weird thing. Well, I also, would never actually,
1: talk to them. One thing you guys do have in common is that I'm fairly aggressive with both of you on making sure you get your shit done. Like, Dude, it's
0: annoying. It's
2: not, bro. It it's is. Like, it is. I love when people push me, but then, then the he way says that Cameron pushes yeah, right? me, I'm like, me
0: angry. actually, never mind. Let's not do this. <laughs> Say, I'll be at the gym and someone's like, yelling me to do more. And I'm like, God, I love this. And then you open your fucking mouth. <laughs> and it makes me all of a sudden, it's like this ear-wrenching sound of like, <laughs> what are your passions? What do you like to do in life? Do more. Wake up and meditate. Take a cold shower. Fuck you in your cold showers. How about that?
1: They're amazing. It's I will eat. never
0: do that. I have Reynolds. My feet will fall off. Oh God! Off. You My could fix roommate it. has that. Yeah. And mine are purple. Mine turn black. That's horrible. Well, yeah. They, they, they turn colors. Um, so if I did that, they would literally fall off.
1: Do you ever like put your toes in front of someone's face and say, "Taste the rainbow"?
0: <laughs> That's fucked up. That's no. Cameron, of... I don't. But now I want to.
1: It sounds kind of funny.
0: Is that a thing that could get like so bad where you have to like? Amputate or something? Um, <laughs> that- I don't know actually. Maybe mine. Mine's gotten close. There's definitely photos of oh. them where they're like,
1: I look at them once in a while down. and it looks like a dead person. It
0: looks like a. I mean, oh my god! I know they're not too bad. No, those are the hair yeah. on them. Ignore the hair. There's sweat <laughs> 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 sticking out of it. There's like a, there's one of my hairs trapped. They also have hyperhidrosis in them, so like they, they also sweat excessively. Oh yeah, yeah. it's a whole. Because women are more prone to that.
2: Really, I, I believe. I think. Right? I've it seen. That's. I, I mean, see a lot of I'm guys who
1: have it, so it makes sense for no. it to be a, And guys
0: like just things. naturally sweat, like. Or it's hot. Yeah, correct.
1: And girls can be like, I'm so cold, and
0: I uh, know yeah. mine are cold, but they're sweating. It's, like it's, right now, if you touch them, they feel like wow. ice packs.
1: It's like a constantly melting a ice condens- cube.
0: It's like condensation. Yeah,
1: it, yeah. You are walking condensation. Oh,
0: yeah, in my, awesome. my hands, get the same way. So they do like this little fun trick. Yeah, I can like draw Whoa. them. Yeah, I can draw my name. It, like stays for it's yeah. It's a party trick, anyways. But
1: with you guys, I'm curious. So with you, I've been working with you on like developing some things so you can like, you know, get get some of the things you want to do before you die.
2: Correct. Correct. And
1: then similar with you, like me, you've been wanting to do a podcast for a while. Your health is something (laughs) that we're always working on. Yeah. How how do you guys feel like what it's like having someone who is pushing you versus what you would have been doing if someone wasn't pushing you and like how, how those relationships play in your life?
2: I've been thinking about that like a lot recently where I like you grow up and you always hear the mantra like you want people in your life that are going to push you. Yeah. And then you're like looking for something and it's so ambiguous and abstract and a lot of people push you but they don't like push you to an extent Mm -hmm. like they're like molding you into who you're going to be but they're not like let's exceed this boundary after that like you are in a way. And so... Once I found you primarily right now, because you're like one of the only people that are intentionally pushing me and like making it a priority that I do what I can do best. And now I'm realizing that like I can't be lazy as often as I want to be, which is hard because usually a lot of people around me don't work as hard as I do sometimes so it's almost like this motivation to work harder than those people because I'm already a step ahead, but then it's just, it's, it's a weird dichotomy, I guess, when like someone's so like talented and like accomplished as you, you're pushing me. And I'm like, actually, never mind. It's like a weird mental click where it's like, I, I kind of want to stay back now. Like I want to retreat, which is weird. I don't, I don't know why, but. I've been I've been thinking about that recently. No, that's, that's
1: an interesting insight. And what it about is. what about you, Kate? What have how's that been? Have because I honestly haven't even really been a part of your life until recently, and now I'm just coming in full speed. Like, hey, let's like do something with your life before mm-hmm. you die.
0: Um, like she said, it's like when someone because you're so much further, I think, along than especially what I am in mm-hmm. my life, and like. I look at you and it seems like you have all your shit figured out constantly. Which
1: is wild because I never
0: t- <laughs> but it looks like and you act like you do, right? So through my eyes, it seems like you got all your shit figured out, like you know what to do, da da da, like you're successful, all these other things. And it almost feels like it's such a fir- like a far thing that mm-hmm. like oh, I'm never gonna get to there. Mm-hmm. So then it feels like instead of you know, I don't want to fail. You yeah. know, no one likes mm-hmm. failing at things and you don't want to push yourself because I'm scared to fail. And I mean it's nice to know that someone just cares. That's something I do enjoy. Like, you won't let me just like rot in my bed all day. Yeah. Which isn't the best for me and I know that. But like yeah. you'll get up and be like, you will
1: I come physically remove open me. I <laughs> have
0: no choice. It's not like he's saying they're like, Come on, you gotta know he'll rip me out of my bed oh my and throw God. me like you like go do something. Um the only thing though with that is like, is it fucking annoying? Yes. Oh yeah, I'm not. In the moment I hate you, but then after yeah. I'm like, Okay, you just care. Mm-hmm. And with like other people, like you said, like there's, yeah, there's other people pushing you, but I think there's a common thing where people want you to do well, just not better than them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You Correct. know, they want you to do well, but the second you get better than them, no, uh, now you, we, yeah. you, you know, you look stupid or you're trying too hard mm-hmm. or, you know, rest for a little bit. You need to take more time, you know, all that. And I feel like mm-hmm. with you, even if for some reason I surpassed you, which like that's never going to happen. But if I do, <laughs> you would sort of like, keep going, like keep doing it. Don't do all that. Yeah. Um, it is annoying, though, sometimes.
1: I'm here for it. Yeah, great. That's great. Mm-hmm. Now, something you said when you were just going on about, um, you said you feel yourself wanting to retreat mm-hmm. in moments. I, is that retreating as in, like, you don't know if you want to try as hard, or is it an insecure? Like, what what is that? Oh, God.
2: I think with more opportunity to succeed and do what I want, mm-hmm. there's also this mindset that somehow inches in that says like why do you need to do this like why you're the one setting the deadlines for yourself yes it's cameron at times setting the deadlines for me but like it's you're the only one motivating yourself so like It's almost, I mean, and you could take this angle at anything in life, Mm -hmm. it being like pointless and stuff. Like, why do you really need to do this? Why do you really need to get this job? Why do you, why do you need to make 60K a year? Like it's, it's just this weird mentality of I was comfortable where I was and I wasn't pushing myself and I wasn't putting myself in difficult positions. So, so why am I doing that now?
1: I started reading um, the diary of a CEO at Stephen Barlett's new book It's mm-hmm. called the 33 Laws. And um, he talked about, is it more noble to go back to his home country in Africa and help feed people and do all that or to build a giant company? And he was mm-hmm. talking to a Zen, like a Zen master and a guru and all these other guys. And they were like, thought for a while, looked like, you can't give from an empty bucket. that's the response they gave me
2: Mm. and I was like "Hmm." no that's true yeah
1: and it's to the point of like Mm. I don't know if it matters if it's more noble or not I think what matters is if you have resources and you push yourself and you give yourself all the opportunity then you can because I have the same idea every once in a while I'm like I just want to fucking move to a mountain and just like work on my mental space and all this shit yeah but I'm like Mm -hmm. but I'm gonna but I I think about that and I kind of put myself through that situation I'm like is that really if I'm gonna die Mm-hmm. Am I going to look back and be like, I I did a lot. Like, did I do something for the world? Yeah. Did I try? Did I push yeah. my? Did I see what I could do at least? Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest thing is the fact that we we have a a finite timeline and that death mm-hmm. is approaching and that we are we need to look back mm-hmm. and figure out did we give it our best at bat? Yes.
2: And I just had an interesting conversation with someone and he's he's the complete opposite of me where he sees what I'm doing and he, he's like, why are you taking life so fast? Like you need to slow down. You need to figure out who you are. Like I have so many jobs lined up. Um, he was saying, I have so many jobs lined up and I'm not going to take any right now because I want to move slow and I don't want to jump into anything. And then we kind of like butted heads, um, ideologically with that where it's, it's like what you said, we have a finite time and I don't think he was getting that so he has like a slower perception of like what we are able to do in our life but then again it it, it begs the question of once I succeed in what I want to during this life season what's ha- what's going to happen the next life season like we're just going to be continuously jumping mm-hmm. so at what point do we take that time to slow down because you know we're going to be succeeding no matter what I think
1: yeah well it's, it's really a thing it comes down to how much agency you have over your- Like, Mm -hmm. are you ruled by fear? Are you ruled by the things that you couldn't be doing? Because, like, for me, I'm fueled by wanting to change people's opinions, and I want to see other people do the things they you know maybe wouldn't have done. Mm -hmm. See people reach their potential. So it's like, okay, if I can do that, great. And when I do meet people who are slow and like just taking it as it is and flowing, I'm like, and I'm not gonna judge you. Like that's what you do, Mm -hmm. but. There's something in me that wants something else. Yeah. And, you know, that could, you could derive stuff from childhood trauma and all these other things. But mm. think about all the great things that have happened in the world have come from people who have been fucked up. Yep. They've either been ostracized, they've been, you know, mangled, they've been ridiculed. Mm-hmm. But they had something that was in them mm-hmm. that was like, I just have to. Like, I, I really need to. Yeah. And you have other people who are Buddhist monks who will never see the mm-hmm. anything. And they, you know, maybe help a little people, but it's kind of like acknowledging what your part is and, mm. and going after it. Cause yeah. think about it. How many people are like, oh, I want to be an actor, but I don't know. Or like, they just say so many things. And it's the fear of success. Yeah. They're just terrified to like, yeah. Like what happens if you do good? And they're like,
2: oh mm-hmm.
1: I kind of like not doing good in a weird way.
2: Yes. Cause once you start doing good, you just have the pressure of outperforming yourself every yeah. single time, and which you is, the pressure is
0: scary. Too coming to you. Mm. Yes. There was something I saw um, the other day. I was talking about like Tiger Woods. Where everyone was like, "Oh, well, like I want to be as good as a golfer and it's like, like as successful as he was." Mm-hmm. But they don't understand like when he was a little boy or something, his father put him on like the course and would basically like, racially bully him and being like, "No one's gonna respect you because you're black." Da 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 da. All these yeah, things yeah. like the white people, and he went through all these things and he's like, "Look, when you're done and you you don't want to do this anymore, just say like the E word. E word was enough." And he never said it, okay? His whole childhood growing up now, like he has so many mental problems from all these things. Hmm. He's like PTSD and like falling asleep at the wheel and all these other shit. So nobody wants to go through the hardships you have to get to to be successful. They just want to take the one thing from it. You know what I mean? And then once you get to that successful point, it's this constant of you have to be better and better and better. You can't reach be normal again. Yeah. I was thinking of skating, like you're constantly good and good and good and now I stopped and it's like, well, you know what I mean? So it's always like you're pushing for more.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And plus, it just—it's so useful when your cause is something n- that's not an insecurity. Like when your yeah. why is not like something that's like, I need to make a lot of money so I can impress people or do all this. Yeah. Like when your why is like, no, I want to help the world, mm-hmm. or like I want to change things or make things easier, or like you know, stop people from being de- depressed or at least a little less depressed. Like that why is so hard to combat. It's so hard yeah. for people to push against it, and even for yourself because you'll dive deep and be like, well, what's what's the point? And you can come back to like. I'm helping people. Yeah. Pretty good point. Yeah.
2: It comes along with natural boundaries, I think, because it's a healthy mindset and a healthy way of, you know, producing something.
1: Yeah. I think it's healthy, too, to even, to still have the thoughts of, like, I don't know. Like, why am I doing this? Like, keep checking in with yourself. Being like, what's the point of all this work, all this stuff? Because my days are going by really quick now. They're, Mm -hmm. like, fucking flying. Yeah. And, which is is good and bad, because... It means that there's a routine, there's flowing, like I have a lot of things happening really well right now. Mm-hmm. But with that, I know that this is a faster season in my life and there will be a slower season. And I'm going to take them as they come. Yes. And just acknowledge it. Yeah. But if you don't ever try, then you're only ever going to just have one season. You're just gonna move. Yeah. So you got to allow yourself to feel.
2: Yeah, the waxing and waning, which yeah. is very hard because I got into that... Um, mindset this summer where like the start of the summer I felt like I was doing nothing like I was accomplishing nothing all of my clients were like steady or I was finishing contracts so I, I was just not doing anything artistic not writing poetry anything and then like mid-July it just kicked into overdrive where it was just all this stuff and I'm like I don't know how I can like mentally handle this and then you you do have to have that perspective of it ebbs and flows and it kind of goes in and out because then then I think you realize that you have accomplished something where it's not that constant lull period, mm. which everything begins to feel like a lull when you're not doing what you're telling yourself to do.
1: Yeah. The thing about, I, I think about how much self-hatred people have for themselves. Mm. It is endless. Mm-hmm. You're like, because they get married, they, have, they do all this shit yeah. and they're like, never tried to be a triathlete i never didn't like i never did anything yeah and they hate themselves and and they can still be a loving wife they can still be all these mm-hmm. things that society says is good and even to, like and even are bad innately but yeah. it's a disservice to you and everyone else that you never tried that you never really fucking yeah. gave it your shot yeah and then it's like and the thing is too with compound interest like if you are trying for years like 10 years Mm -hmm. i mean it's almost more rare for someone to not succeed after trying for 10 years than for someone to try for 10 years and am i saying saying it right yeah it's it's more rare for someone to try for 10 years and then not do anything Mm
2: -hmm.
1: versus someone who tries 10 years and does something because if you do if you do something for 10 years working out you're gonna have benefits it's gonna happen yes like building a company 10 years unless you're neglecting growth and you're the reason why Mm -hmm. but shit i Mm -hmm. think about anything you do for 10 years that isn't gonna grow
2: that's true it's just about pushing the human body to 10 years yeah which a lot of people don't yeah and still at all
1: and then you get the compare game of like all this stuff even with like lifting for me like i can i can deadlift 600 which people will never do in their entire lives Mm -hmm. but to me i'm like it's not a thousand yes and and then you're still like oh it's nothing Mm -hmm. and that's with you guys you're like you'll see where i'm at and be like and think all this shit which to me you know, in a nice way means nothing. I'm just like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'm not, I'm not shit. That, yeah. yeah we'll c- compare like comparatively to da da da. But which is nice though, is that that means there's a lot of potential in us because we're not even close to reaching what we could actually do. Yes. Yep.
2: Yeah.
1: It means we're doing something that's not right now mm-hmm. so we can address that and change it and then we will be somewhere else. Yeah. Because we're the problem.
2: I guess my whole thing is, do I really want to reach my full potential because I am not fully convinced that that's going to equal like contentment or like me feeling <sighs> any better about being alive. I guess.
1: I feel like that shouldn't be a a reason for doing something. I feel like reaching your mm-hmm. goals shouldn't be oh I'm gonna be more content because mm-hmm. you're you should be content in the journey of reaching your goals. Yes, that's that's the purpose. Like right now, I'm content like doing this and I love this because mm-hmm. when I'm rich, I'm still gonna be doing this. I'm still mm-hmm. doing podcasts and helping people out like. That's not going to change. Mm-hmm. It's just the scale and yeah. how much I can help people. Yeah. So then it's like, oh, okay. Then it doesn't matter if like, when you ask the question like, well, am I going to feel better when I, when I reach this status? Well, it's like, it doesn't matter because I'm still mm-hmm. doing what I love every single day. And yeah. That's what makes me content. Mm-hmm. It's not the things, it's the what I do.
0: Hmm. Yeah. But what if you get to like another fear about reaching like your fullest potential, right? It's like, mm-hmm. what if you get there, right? You, you've done all this and it's not what you thought you could be, you know what I mean? Like your fullest potential, like you have the picture of yourself in this head being this amazing human being doing all these things Mm -hmm. and you never achieve them, right? But you're still doing the most that you can do in this lifetime. You know what I mean? There's like that self disappointment or like that fear of like not being able to achieve all of the goals or be able to do everything that you wanted because life happens, you know?
1: Yeah, well also you're not ever going to do everything. Like... Yeah. your goals are going to change and evolve wow. throughout your life. Like for me, even like I had a goal at one point to like own the biggest genie company in the world. And I was like, I'm going to do this. And then I'm like, eh, I don't care. I just don't care anymore. I'm like, okay, I still love it. And I'm going to, I still plan on using it, but it's not like my driving force isn't to do that. Yeah. And it's, it's just transformed over and over. And even then when I was younger, I was like, I want to be a bodybuilder and be like, do all this other shit. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I just want to be strong. And then now it was powerlifting and I was strong, man. So like all these things are going to flow and change. And even to you, you're going to look at it and be like, oh, I didn't expect it to to mean that. I didn't expect that everything I was doing now actually meant this. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I'll think about the people who like try their whole lives to buy a nice car get all these clothes and shit. It's like, mm. oh, I didn't realize the whole time I just want to be loved. <laughs> I just wanted acceptance. Mm-hmm. And that's going to transform and it's something else. And you'll, and you'll still have all that energy and stuff inside you that you use to build all these things. Mm-hmm. And now you can apply it to the right thing. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like not judging yourself too much on being like, well, what if I don't achieve everything? It's like, well, that doesn't really matter. It's like, yeah. what if what if you do achieve things? Like, What if you even achieve in general? And then kind of like latching onto that. Like the what if positive side versus Yeah, the instead of negative. like
0: thinking about like, what if it all goes wrong? Or thinking, what if it all goes right type thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, and it is scary for a lot of people to... Like, if it, everything does work out, like, do you feel like you, and that's where it's like, do you even feel like you deserve good in your life? Like, do you deserve mm-hmm. to be successful?
2: Yeah. Which I don't think anyone deserves anything. Because remember, we talked about, I think yeah. on the hot seat, we talked about how we're just kind of beings, kind mm-hmm. of coexisting with our decisions and not really attributing it to good or bad. Like, I granted, it's all kind of mathematical in the sense of I put in work, therefore, it should equal some sort of benefit. Yeah. Yeah. But also that's not the way that life is. So it's, it's realism also injected into that equation, Mm -hmm. I guess, which is where my mindset comes from. And
1: instead of saying deserve, I think it's more of, do you give yourself permission to be happy? Do you give yourself permission Uh, to be successful? I think that's what I'm saying when I say deserve, Mm -hmm. but it's like, yeah, a lot of people don't give themselves the permission Mm -hmm. to be happy, the permission to do these things, even though they have it you can do it Mm -hmm. they're like i don't think i should i shouldn't be like that and like why not
2: well me as a writer though so if we branch into a different Mm -hmm. um angle i personally feel like i have to be miserable to write good content
1: that's all that's a very yep
2: yep and so i mean granted like a lot of famous novelists poets writers etc They were on, they were substance abusing, they were high depression, high anxiety, infidelity, et cetera. But they were creating such wonderful works. So then translate that into contemporary viewpoints. Now I'm not doing any of that, but like at what point should I stop bettering my health? Because then I'm not going to write something
0: that's going to be like deep and correct.
2: Because I mean, the point of writing is to comment on the human condition and like the lows. And I guess the highs, but I'm not really attracted to talking about the highs. And I don't think anyone is. I think people want connection and reflection on, like, super hard topics that they're struggling. So it's like, at what point do I not dig myself out of my grave, I guess, for the sake of my
0: career? I never thought of it that way about writers and stuff. Because, like, I like poetry a lot. And a lot of times, like, I'm never buying happy poetry. Correct. Uh, I buy like the sad ones and stuff that like I read and mm-hmm. makes me feel something or like, Oh, I can connect to this. Mm-hmm. I never thought about the way of the writer having to also stay kind of in that headspace or even if they're in a good headspace, but go back to that bad headspace yes. you were in to write it. Yeah. That's crazy. I never
2: thought of it that yeah. way. Cause we never, we never move on from anything. Like yeah. I'm pulling stuff that I should have moved on from four years ago. Yeah. And I'm still thinking through it and kind of harnessing that mindset and I don't believe we ever move on. I don't think I don't think I've ever, for example, I don't think I've ever moved on from a person because I'm so heavily writing about people and they kind of work their ways into all of my writings. Yeah. So like I could think about, oh my gosh, I'm wait, I am still in love with that guy from four years ago while I'm talking to this one guy now. And yeah, it's like one of those things where it's just it's just difficult to be in a good mental headspace when you're so often jumping back and forth it's like why don't i just stay in a bad mental headspace then
1: yeah and it's it's for me that's running off of bad fuel Mm -hmm. because you're powering every substance in your life with something that is negative Mm -hmm. and propelling this thing but if all of this has created the person you are today Mm-hmm. Then wants to say that changing it will not create the person you want tomorrow.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's like, oh, maybe I don't need to be so sad all the time, or maybe I, even just letting go of pain and yeah. happiness and mm-hmm. everything, and being like, oh, this isn't even pain. Yeah, like this isn't even that. Like this thing that I'm latching onto isn't even real. Mm-hmm. Like all this pain, these people, these ideas, these mm-hmm. things that I've had, like that's not no. real. It's not real anymore. It's just nostalgia brought back. And well, even then, it's like. You get into the conversation like, "What is pain?" Because someone mm-hmm. could die, and someone could cry tears of joy, being like, "Oh, they live such a full life." Mm-hmm. Someone could cry tears of sadness, like, "Oh, I do not get spending more time with them anymore." Yeah. And but it's that conversation of like, "What is it?" Yeah. So then it's it turns into the conversation of, "Do you just view everything negatively?"
2: Correct, because when I write say about someone that I was with. Two years ago, I could cry tears of joy, you know, bummer, we're not together. Or yeah. I could say, oh, I'm revisiting him through this memory. And I get to kind of have this connection, although it's abstract and not really fulfilling at all. But yeah. it's like you get to see them again and interact with them again through words on a page.
1: Yeah. Well, and that thing, and that's just changing the verbiage instead mm-hmm. of like constantly telling yourself, oh, I have to be sad. I have to, do it's like, No. I don't have to be sad. I enjoy the memory Mm -hmm. and changing that verbiage because words are so powerful. Like how you decide to describe something and all these things like.
2: They are, I was, um, I'm doing my grad school in communication and there was a quote in class the other day and it said um, like smokers who are trying to quit smoking, they're more apt to stop smoking if they say, Oh, I'm not a smoker instead of, Oh, I'm yeah, trying to identify. quit because yeah. Identifying yeah. with the non-smokers I like mentally a switches a cue. I am
0: not a smoker. There you go, girl. <laughs> I am not a smoker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying it in the mirror and it's going to work.
0: Hits it. No. Well,
1: <laughs> one of the things I, uh, I prescribe for your daily it's routine kind of is, prescribed. is high five yourself in the mirror, which most people think is weird as shit. I thought it was weird as shit. Then I did Do it.
0: You high five yourself in the mirror in the
2: morning. I, well, I, did the, I did this for a after little bit. After you
0: aggressively wake up,
2: Cameron aggressively yeah. wakes. Up. Wait, how does he, how do you, hold on, how do you aggressively wake up? He jumps oh, out of bed.
1: I wait. open my eyes, take a deep breath, and go, <sighs> all right. And, and then he gets I up out and he bed.
0: jumps in a cold shower. Like a psychopath. It's
1: amazing. <laughs> I'm just so up. <gasps> so excited wait, quick question.
0: After this cold shower, you get out shivering, you just look in the mirror and you're like, yes, ah, uh, and you high five yourself in a shower. <laughs> oh well, I'm not God. shivering. You're not shivering. After the cold shower, you're, what, you're warm? Yeah. That's what happens when cold. Water. Yeah, when I'm cold, I'm warm too. <laughs> the
1: the body actually produces more brown fat, which holds on insulation more. So you get less cold producing when you're in more cold experiences. That's how people in Alaska can be in cold temperatures and be okay, whereas people here you take them there, they're gonna start fucking dying.
0: Okay, so you're not either way. You're not shivering, but you're out of the shower. High five. Yeah, I don't correct. care to Fuck the shivering. <laughs> it's it's right. one horrible thing after the other. <laughs> just one like. miserable thing after the other, and you're just like yes. So and you smack the mirror.
1: Mel, Mel Robbins has a book. Mel Robbins. Okay. Called High Five, and okay. it goes into the psychology of acknowledging yourself and giving okay. yourself permission to feel these things. And yeah. it's like, oh, let's give ourselves a high five for getting up, being awake, you know, mm-hmm. being alive. And it's not something you do the rest of your life, but like it can mm-hmm. be used as a mechanism to get you out of a bad headspace. True. Yeah. Kind of everything. I use everything as like a tool to move myself yeah. forward if I get in a certain spot or mm-hmm. whatever. But the first time you do it. It's going to feel really weird. You're going to be like, why the fuck am I doing this? This is dumb as shit. I
0: don't like <laughs> so if I'm like um, crying, you want me to go in the mirror. See what happens. And high five well, myself. Well, because
1: the body has. I'm going to cry more. No, well, the body has uh, emotional responses to physical actions. So if you stand in slouching. Somebody slouches all the time. Who's sad like this. Yeah. It is promoting lack of confidence, sadness. Mm. And that even your health will deteriorate based on how you present yourself yeah but if you're open you're wide you're accepting of the things around you that will then inform your physical state and your mental state hmm. so that's why it's so important to be um a, very mindful of your body and yeah. how you move it how you decide to show it how you decide to have a relationship with yourself oh. like even think about two people fucking like to have a rubber band they let go of it and pinch it and cause that little mm-hmm. mick like what is that saying about the relationship with yourself? Do you feel like you have That's to cause a little pain to remember something or like?
2: That's
1: true. So it's just being super mindful of these things, which is yeah. also why a vaping <laughs> is a form of uh, coping. It's just some oh, mechanism. No,
0: abso- absolutely. Yeah, no, it, it definitely is a form of coping.
2: So what from a non-vapor,
0: what?
1: You're yeah, um, from non vapers Tell us. Non-vapors.
2: Yeah. What like started you on it and what is like, keeping you obviously yeah it it keeping it. you on it but like you know what i mean um well i started when i was 14. okay wow yeah that's like before it was trendy too
0: i feel like she's before you. it started becoming oh more trendy so this is like when jewel right was still a thing yeah and my friend at the time was sitting at her place and she vaped and i was like i want to hit that mm-hmm. and i hit it and she went on a trip and i just sat in her room filling up this juice novo thing just ripping it yeah doing tricks. I wasn't inhaling at times, I would cough because I was 14. Mm-hmm. And then uh, since then, it was kind of more of just like mm-hmm. a... I also started to because when I skated, I couldn't eat a lot and nicotine. It's an out.
1: appetite suppressant.
0: So it's an appetite suppressant. Yeah. So I'd also do that so I didn't eat.
1: Wow. And she had an eating disorder at one point.
0: And I like a whole skincare, basically. Okay. Yeah, like my whole skincare <laughs> is really bad so then the vaping too would make me not so hungry or if I was hungry, I'd just hit it because it's flavored. You know, all these other things. Yeah. And then now... Wow. It's gotten from accepted for so fucking long Mm -hmm. that it's not only an oral fixation, but like when I don't have it, like there's physical symptoms. So I get like headache, I'm super aggravated. And it's crazy because I'm someone naturally where I don't get super like actually, I might act annoyed, but I don't get actually angry at things super easily. Like it takes a lot. Yeah. And when I'm not, but if I'm trying to quit, it's bad. Like mm-hmm. and it's great it feels like I have no control over my emotions. And I hate that. And I feel that's what another reason I really don't I'm scared to quit is because I don't have control over my emotions when I do start quitting. And I feel it's very vulnerable position to be in when mm-hmm. you can't control your emotions. And I, I don't want to be around people either. Cause I'm gonna I'm gonna yell at them. Yeah. Like they could simply I don't know I'll push in a chair and it would set me off the roof. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's crazy. And I'll start crying. It's like I literally turn psycho wow. and I hate it. And I hate it. It's like worse than like I don't know. I have to quit though at some point because I feel like my body is fucking deteriorating. Also, I saw a study the other day that like vaping can like mess up your fertility and that's kind of what freaked me out. Now I feel like mm-hmm. I have to quit because I really want to have kids one day. Yeah. So it's horrible. If you are even thinking about vaping, don't. It's horrible. I wish I never started and hmm. now I'm stuck in this loop of nicotine.
1: I'm, I'm working on this uh, this course right now. I put a poll in my story. It's like change your life in 30 days. And I'm trying to make a blueprint for people to, like, if they want to make a change in their life, like, how to go about it and how to approach it. Because there's um, there's a paradox you can get into of, like, oh, change happens when the pain of the current reality is less than the pain of the unknown future. Yes. Like that. And it's like, oh, because at your moment right now, you're like, oh, the, pa- the pain of changing, like, I'm okay with the pain of what's happening right now. Because that pain is less than the pain of the future. But when the pain now grows more than the pain of the future, then you'll change. And I'm working on trying to put that into words as a formula so people can really understand it and take it in and be like, yeah, okay, if I want to change, like why am I not changing? And what can I actively do to try to change that? Yeah. And this is why, you know, for you and everybody I try to talk to, like changing the physical mm-hmm. is the first thing to change the mental. Because you can't yell affirmations in the mirror. And just think you're going to fucking get better. Like, that works. Positive self-talk is a part of it. But running, working out, doing all these things will almost force the body or force the mind into submission. You're like, oh, no. I'm in control now. And this is what I do in the shower. And I'll think about this. I'll be in the shower. And I'm saying, on three, we're going to get fucking cold. And then I make it fucking cold. And I do it right on three. There's and I no don't.
0: way you actually wake up every morning. No. This is how your brain works. I hope you no. audibly say that. Do you hear him say that? I, s- I say do it. You say it out loud? Yeah. That's awesome. Wow.
1: Well, also, it's fucking cold sometimes. So I'll be in the All shower. The I'm same. like, mother <laughs> Sue, fuck.
0: If you get into a relationship, at any point you guys start spending the night and you wake up the next morning and you shower. If I ever woke up and I just hear my significant other in the showers, <laughs> on three, we're going to feel fucking pain. <laughs> I'm packing my shit. I'm leaving so fast. So maybe maybe make that more <laughs> of an internal voice. Let's practice that ah, one.
1: Keep it fun. I mean this keep is fun. Well, this keep is also fun. the first time in my life I've ever like, you know, been probably this mentally healthy. Yeah. And yeah. physically healthy. By no means am I great. But like I'm doing better than I normally was.
0: Yeah. Man, um, you were bad. You were also like low key fat.
1: It's great. Love it. Oh my um, God. I was I
0: was No, he was big, like two forty, dude. I think really?
1: I was I was bigger when I was doing the short too. Like back then Last I think it was year. Like, Yeah.
0: You, no, you were bigger. Like, at one point, you got, like, where it wasn't even a year, a point year of, and a half
1: ago was the worst. Like,
0: yes, body image, whatever. But it was a point where, like, that was bad for your health. Yeah. Like, it was not... There are
1: a lot of things. But, what was it? Um, but, yeah, I'm just working on trying to, like, make a formula for people to kind of follow yeah. and learn change. And I liked artist.
2: what you said about change because it's almost like the analogy of... Not the analogy, but it's when you wake up one day and would you rather choose between hanging out with someone you don't know and like getting to know them and like taking that work and putting it in? Or would you hang out with someone that you're comfortable with and things are easy? So it's kind of like the fear and the stress of the known like vaping now is like comfortable. It's like a friend right now. And then you, you're not ready to put in the work to something that is going to be a healthy, sustainable relationship as
0: quitting and, you know, the
2: non-dependency of it. Yeah, exactly.
0: I mean, same thing with the friends. I mean, that's something I'm currently having issues with. Is like I have my people that I really enjoy being with, but none of them fucking live here. They mm-hmm. live in taking friend submissions. Chicago, freaking uh, Florida, Colorado, mm-hmm. California. Like they live all over, right? But I love these people. Like I talk to them every day. Yeah. But getting myself out of that comfort zone and making new connections with someone fucking terrifying. I just had I a really
1: it. weird idea. Don't hate me for what I'm going to say. Please don't. I hate these conversations. Um, I hate when
0: anyone starts off like that.
1: I know. I know. This is I'm already <laughs> stressed. I wish I didn't have this thought, but I did. Uh, the first, I'm just going to say this. The first real friend you made, you ended up dating yeah. as maybe a solution to not lose somebody that you're finally close with.
0: No. Because I was trying to just being friends with them. then I was like, oh, damn it.
1: Actually yeah. So but,
0: I but just think about myself it's, not to like him for a second. I was like, no, you
1: don't. But just think Gosh. about it. it's. it. To me, it's just interesting that you did end up dating the first person who was a friend a good one by no means which by the way jacob i fucking love you you're great <laughs> fuck this bitch um but what? it was just it's just a weird thought now thinking about it because i never thought about it as like oh wait you're you need you're trying to find friends this is an active search for you and the first friend we like kind of had you ended up now you're here
0: yeah but i also didn't when i did realize i like that kid i was like fuck. Yeah. No, you don't, Kate. No, you don't. I no, don't, Because I wanted to keep that friendship. That was actually something I had a conversation with him about before that was like, you know, I now have this friend and I, I don't want to lose that friendship mm-hmm. aspect of it. Because a lot of times my issue is I'll get into a relationship and I distance being a friend from a partner mm-hmm. and not having that friendship within the relationship, which you should have. Mm. Um, I actually make more like girlfriends because I have like my girl, like Mandy, Nina, Ash. Those are my homies. None are I here. love them. None of them live here. Cause they don't love me. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> they don't live here, so I need to find my group of people like them or people I can connect with on the same level. Yeah. It's also scary, I think, finding someone new and opening up and having to explain everything to them. And someone learning you knew, and if that's not someone you connect with or click with, then it's kind of well, now they know all this information about me and now I don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that can be scary. How
1: how's your um, how's your friendships? Like, do you feel like you have a lot of close friends or like?
2: Not okay. I've been thinking about She's this like, a lot. Have <laughs> I have close friends. A lot are not in Kentucky, but mm. I am also horrible at keeping friendships because I am a person where I'd rather just never talk to anyone. Mm. It seems, but then on the flip side. When I'm in, like, romantic relationships, I, like, retell my soul, like, all this stuff, like you were saying, and then it gets into a cyclical pattern. So I almost, like, forego friendships for relationships, which is weird because they're not as lasting as friendships could be. And then I also found recently a lot of my friends are getting into relationships, which I find, I guess, threatening in a way and i notice that there's a pattern where if one of my friends gets into a relationship i like back off and i like no longer are friends with them so it's very interesting and i don't know how that's going to play out because my my friend just got into a relationship and i'm like trying not my best not to, not to, like, to like
1: go back in that time about yeah
2: yeah so it's a lot of like disorienting like oh I'm gonna open up here but I should be opening up to this person and what's gonna like what's happening here but
1: that's something that's kind of helped me a lot because I've, I've been in the same boat of like mm-hmm. fuck man making friends all this shit
2: Yeah.
1: and I got to the point where I was like I don't need to make friends yes. I don't need to create anything I don't need to sustain it I just need to exist as I am and mm-hmm. do what I love and passionate about and hopefully attracts people in that manner mm-hmm. which something that i've been actively seeking out is like who can i help and who can i invest into mm-hmm. that i know they're going to do something with it yeah. like i see something kind of great in there mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter because like i have ben and then i have kate and it's kind of like being content <laughs> with what you have now and yeah. then being a magnet for other people to draw to you because yes. i had to meditate on this for a while i was like i have no friends i have no one to have deep conversations with mm-hmm. but yeah. i knew you and it's so weird. I had this, this whole time where I was like, I need deep conversations with people. I'm losing my shit. Like, yeah. I can only hang out with...
0: Surface level people. I, yeah, only so long I before do. I want to, like, yeah. just, just jump through a
1: window. Well. And, you know, I got through all this process. And I was like, let me just fucking, like, full send everything I think about. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've been doing on social media. I'm like, my brain is this thing. Yeah. And I'm putting it out there. And it's been attracting people who enjoy that stuff.
0: Yeah, and Yeah, like, but it can be scary if you do that and then it gets rejected you know what i mean yes is putting yourself out there being yes i think always being authentic is very good but i think Mm -hmm. it can be hard to be your authentic self especially if you're like in an uncomfortable situation right so if it's Mm -hmm. like you're in a whole new group of people that you've never met i'm not gonna be full blast just like you know i'm gonna be a little more i think held back because i think of that fear of like if you are yourself or like, you know what I mean? That insecurity of being yourself and I'm not on the people that I know I can be myself around.
1: Yeah, well then it comes into like, is yourself good? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Is the I good? Yeah. Because if you're so, what are you so afraid of? If you are truly good, like if if you really mean well, what is there to lose? And then it could be like Mm -hmm. a litmus test to be like, oh no, maybe you are kind of a piece of shit. Maybe you are kind of an asshole.
0: I am an asshole sometimes. I'm not even going to laugh.
1: <laughs> know what you are. It,
0: but I'm it's just, I'm just all, sarcastic.
1: I mean, I even have these tendencies, too, where, like, I'll say stuff sometimes, and I'll, like, get in my car and be like, why the fuck did you...
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. like, you, <laughs> oh, don't, you don't say something. I'm just like... It's like, like, you, you don't that?
1: mean <laughs> that. I mean, I, this is something I've been more mindful with, with you know, our sisters, because I used to just, like, wake up in the morning and be like, what's up, Caroline? Fuck you. Um, And that was, like, part of my personality trait. <laughs>
0: no, she, you didn't say their name. You called them twin. He didn't oh, call awesome. them by their names. He oh, just God. called them twin one, twin two.
1: But I've been, I've been, I've been working on just not even saying like slight jabs, like even just older yeah. brother shit, like just being more mindful and compassionate all around. It's like, okay, you know what? Let me try to have a conversation with you, Yeah. even though it can be hard sometimes. Like, well,
0: yeah.
2: Well, then actually, my my question for you mm-hmm. is: is your subjective version of good? those jabs like do you show love through those jabs and why did you stop it if you believe that that is like showing your goodness to them or was it getting to a point where it was like no this is too far
1: well no so good most people i feel like have a an orientation inside themselves of like something feels dirty mm-hmm. so you kind of know like something in you is like oh, this isn't. and plus it's you think about is this benefiting them is it growing me as a human Am I putting out negative energy into the universe? Like, what, why am I doing all these things? And, like, you know, I know at the end of the day if I, like, go to Starbucks and I get a drink and I don't get my exact drink and I'm bitchy about it, mm-hmm. I'm being a piece of shit. Yeah, I just know. Or I know if I, like, look at a – or if I even comment down the street and someone maybe is fat or something and I say some dumbass shit. Which is real. Like people need to acknowledge that. Like we say dumb things sometimes. We say mean things, Mm -hmm. and in the back of my head, I'll be like, "Why are you like?" It's not. Don't feed into that. Don't feed into that bad part of you. Don't feed into that negativity. Mm -hmm. Feed the part of you that is compassionate and caring and like wants to do good. Because that good energy will compound and do all these other things. Versus like these lower frequencies and lower energy things. Like they just don't. Which is a battle. Everyone kind of comes back and forth
2: on that. Yeah, because it's our human nature i feel like bad i mean i believe human beings are innately bad so maybe that's where we differ but
1: well even i don't think human beings are innately bad i think we innately want to fit in and fitting in is being you know an asshole sometimes yeah but even even then most things like aren't i'm saying this is and this is all for people who like want to get better Mm -hmm. if you're just like doing your thing and you never want to do anything else through life like you're going to be so content waking up in the morning you know Mm -hmm shit talking the news or watching that shit and feeding into that negative energy you're cool with that Mm -hmm. but if you're like really mindful of like no i I just really want to be a better person today tomorrow better than yesterday Mm -hmm. then you get analytical of like okay i should i'm aware of what i need to do and i'm gonna try everything i can to make that happen yeah whatever that looks like Mm -hmm. and that's where you know people can call you out on shit like i always appreciate it if like i say something and someone's like why did you why did you say that and you're like and then innately you're like, well, fuck you. And you're like, why, why am I getting so angry now? Like what?
0: <laughs> like defensive.
1: Yeah. Like why am I getting so defensive? I mean, every once in a while you'll say shit and then I'll want to like just, you know, slap you. And I'll be like, just don't.
0: That's an older sibling thing.
1: It, it uh, is I'm an older sibling you, thing. When my, but
0: Sometimes like Maddie will say something. And it's like, I get this like <laughs> anger in my chest. I just want to smack her. Because they, <laughs> they just say things so dumb and you're just like. You're just like, what the fuck? Or they'll be like, where is that? Where is that? Where is that? I'm just like, shut sure. up. I, I will Give me a second. You know what I mean? Those type of things. Obviously, you don't. It's just like yeah, you yeah. just want to take the little noggin and shake it.
1: But for me, I'm gonna try. I try to use those things as an opportunity yeah. to practice the opposite.
0: Yeah, that's smart. Mm. I mean, something that I yesterday, I mean, last night, and t- today, kind of realized is like in serious moments, uh, <laughs> something I definitely <laughs> just do way too often. <laughs> and I was asking, he was, he told me the same thing. I was like, okay, that's two people in like the span of 12 hours. I got to work on yeah. this. It's like when I'm having either like a serious conversation about something or there's something that I need to be putting my full attention to, I'll kind of crack a joke or, mm-hmm. be sarca- you know, be sarcastic and kind of be an asshole instead of just being like, and it's not that I'm not taking those conversations seriously or I'm thinking this yeah. is a joke. It's just my like defense mechanism and not until recently I realized like, okay, how that seems to someone else. Because mm-hmm. to me, I'm just like, oh, I'm lightening the mood or I'm. Yeah. You know, being dumb, so there's like yeah. a laugh. So yeah. it's not always serious. And now that I'm looking back on it, it can be viewed, I think, as me not being as intentional with the conversation or I'm not trying my best to do it or I don't care about yeah. this conversation yeah. when in reality it's not that. But that's something that, like, I need to work on to be a better human and also to not make other people feel like shit when they're having a conversation with me. Yep. Them, so. yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like I you guess. have those uh, – do you have a lot of moments where you're trying to fight like an innate thing inside of you? You're trying to like be yeah, better.
2: Yeah. So I have had this conversation multiple times with people. Cause I'm trying to, I'm trying to explain it and put it up front where like when I was growing up and my parents are like the best parents ever, the most lovely, yeah. lovely parents. And when I would be like sick or have emotional pain or physical pain of any sort, they would get so scared they didn't know what was wrong with me that they would get almost irritated. It would seem like, well, what? what's wrong? Like, what are, what are you doing? And now, because I have seen that through my childhood, when someone, like, say, subs, stubs their toe or, like, something happens in physical health or something, I'll get, like, really angry and, like, upset, and I'll kind of start yelling because I don't know how to fix it and I don't know how to help them. So now it's something where I've noticed that I just can't break away from. So I have to tell people like, hey, I'm not inconvenienced or mad at you because you're feeling this way. It's just because I don't know, I don't know how to help you and this is what yeah. I've been shown.
1: Yeah. So. What, how, what are you doing to address that habit?
2: Oh my gosh. I would say, I mean, first, like, it's so ingrained in me that it just happens. So now I'm in the process of, like, going back and saying, hey, like, I apologize for that. Like, what do you need? And then it started to branch into being more, like, caregiving and and kind of softer, I think, which is hard for me because it it doesn't click with, like, genuineness in mm-hmm. my mind, the softness, because I don't know why, but... It's, it's a work in progress. I mean, amongst way more other things. Mm-hmm. So. I don't
1: know. Do you feel like when you're in those moments and someone got hurt, you feel yourself getting frustrated? Do you have like a practice of something that like grounds you or brings you back the, back to earth or maybe like puts things in the context for you?
2: I would say I'm so in tune with wanting to break the habit that it does pop into my mind now as something where it's like, this is a situation that I cannot react the way that I've been reacting and I acknowledge it now. Yeah. Like sometimes it'll just be a knee jerk reaction because a lot of us can't break away from that. Like it's just going to be innate in us. But otherwise, I feel like I've been getting a lot better and people around me have been seeing that I've been getting a lot better just like with hugging I can't stand hugging or physical touch
1: you and never hug when we see each other and fuck like
0: hugging you, uh, yeah mm. I hate hugging well, me and
1: you dab each other up
0: I, I don't I don't hug people like ever yeah, since no. I've been a kid people are like oh no, okay don't hug it's just weird yeah. I don't know like I, like my friend it just doesn't like
2: I don't it's just so uncomfortable like why yeah. are you showing love to someone like why? period why are you showing love well, to someone right now
1: so here's <laughs> A fucking great thing about hugging. I'm learning so much about it, and I fucking love it. So when I was in fifth grade, similar to you, fucking hated hugging. You ever <laughs> touched me? Like you guys are fucking weird. I don't want any of that shit. Yeah. And I had to get to a point where I was like, maybe I don't feel like I, I deserve to hold myself, or I feel like I should be held because mm-hmm. I don't, I haven't earned it. Because you grow up feel like you need to earn affection from people, or you need to like do things to get that. And I remember. I had a friend and, like, we hugged. And for me, it was just, like, this big thing. I'm a fifth grader at this point. I'm, like, young as shit. And I was like, why are you hugging me? Because our, our household isn't very, like.
0: No, we aren't very, like.
1: We were never really, like.
0: Like, we don't. Up? Like, on family events, like, you aren't going up hugging
1: yeah, everyone. We're just like, yeah. what up, dude?
0: You just say, hey. Mm. Hey, what's up? Hey. Hey. Well, and then you start and chit-chatting. Yeah.
1: So, in that ideology, it's like, okay, that's a big thing about, like, being a human. Yeah. Hugs are, like, a thing. Like, we need to not neglect that.
0: I think it's so other people can feel. Also, another thing is, like, a hug, I think, is very something that's physical touch connects you with someone. It's an an embrace. It's, yeah, and something I I work on is, like, trying to hug my friends more. Because I, Hmm. like, the other day, when I saw Mandy for the first time in a little bit, my friend I haven't seen in forever, I got back from, like, she was picking me up from the airport I was going to go visit her. And she was like, are we going to hug? And I was like, you right.
2: <laughs> know, I, I like, love addressing it. Beforehand. Yeah, that's the best part.
0: Or like Ashley, when I saw her, I ran up and I was like going to go give her a hug. So I was like, okay, I'm going to hug her. I've missed this girl so much. And mm-hmm. she's like, are we hugging? I was like, we hugging. and she was like, what the heck? She was like shocked by it. But I'm trying to work on it more because I think it also allows that other person to feel like closer to you.
1: Well, it's such a mm-hmm. great feeling one of my fondest memories of someone is like me going on a trip and then like seeing him again and then literally running at me, and giving me a hug. And I was like, this is great. Mm-hmm. And you're like, This, this is this is cute. And a lot of guys too, you realize that like they pat each other's back.
0: Yeah. It's almost like a
1: all right, we, like we're good. Like we're not. Kidding. Like, and I'm mm-hmm. and I've been that's something I've been working on is like, oh, I'm just gonna hug you. Yeah. and I'm just gonna bear claw you. and we're gonna be here and we're not gonna fucking pat each other's back, to this other oh shit, we're God. just gonna do it. And You're then getting
0: real intimate with it, huh?
1: That's awesome. just you know, being a <laughs> I'm kidding. trying to transform being a man nowadays and like what that means
0: I'm Yeah, like, like I'm, not even be so like bro or like the dab hug. Yeah. Like
1: well, and the thing is too, like I want to at least be an example of super fucking strong
2: mm-hmm.
1: and mindful and like emotional also the yes. shit and being this and being both yeah. a lot of people are like really broish and they're like i don't really want to do shit and yeah do that I think will so mm-hmm. be thoughtful but then they're still not like emotional mm-hmm. with that sense or at least people that i know that's just my experience um but i'd like to change that stereotype yeah and at least be almost a figure people can look up i mean that's how i've always learned it's like mm-hmm. i have to look at someone and if I listen to a guru or something and they're, like, not in shape, my brain's automatically, like, less yeah, correct, cre- credited. Yeah, correct.
2: They have to showcase what you're I, working i want to fucking see it. Yeah. If
1: I'm going to listen to somebody, I hope to God you fucking, yeah. like, do what you say. Yeah, it's yeah, not being a hypocrite.
0: Yeah. But. I think it's good to change that stereotype of if you're a man and you're strong, like, still being masculine, but I don't think masculinity means you have to act like an asshole because i i do think a lot of times like, you can still be masculine and have emotion and
2: have a yeah. heart and be
0: kind and be caring or even be nurturing you know i think a lot of people think if a man's nurturing for some reason now you're feminine or you're
1: oh feminine. my god when i was growing up everyone thought i was gay because that blows my I mind to this nice. day
0: what? people would say everyone
1: like, thought i was gay
0: that's so weird i, I would never like thought was. that <laughs> i would have never thought you were gay
1: i i think what is it it's not it probably stopped happening when I was like, maybe
0: eighteen. Well, they—I mean, I people thought that because I just didn't care how I looked going to the rink. I would just show up to the rink and like no makeup, hair looking like shit. I would just show up looking like shit because I yeah. didn't care because I was going to an ice rink all day to train, and they would be like, "Oh my god," because like you're you're not putting on makeup and you're not dressing super feminine. Yeah, she must be gay. She doesn't. And I'd be like, I just don't care how I look. And by at that mm-hmm. point, I was so confident within myself. At 15, which is weird, thinking now that I was more confident 15 of myself than I am now. Either way, yeah. But I just, I just didn't give a fuck. I was like, I do not care what you guys think. Wow. This is your problem. And now I'm older. I'm like,
1: well, it's a, you're realizing when you're growing up is like understanding all the traumas you had as a kid.
0: Yeah. Now I care more though. I think than when I was like, like a teen, which is weird.
1: Like if someone says something.
0: Oh yeah, you. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't have any social anxiety. I'mn't any anxiety at mm-hmm. all. I didn't get anxiety. I really realized i think that i had it until i was like 17 18 mm-hmm. and then i was like Fuck. and now it's still there so yeah it's all about people's
2: perception of you now it seems because yeah. going back to the the gay thing i guess to call it my um friend she because i like manspread a lot oh, like yeah, i too. rarely ever yeah sit and a lot of my guy friends do that and like the way that i speak and the way that i act like i had one friend in college and she would not let it go that i was like gay because or something yeah because she was like um like you seem like such a caregiver you seem you have all this masculine energy i just feel like you need to be with a girl like, you need this.
0: That's no.
1: gaslighting someone being like, no, no, no. You're not gay. straight. Like,
0: yeah, people, I've always been told, like, oh, you're like a tomboy or you're ma- you masculine yeah. energy. Like, you're more of a bra girl, whatever the heck you want yeah. to call it. And it's like, okay, it's yeah. cool. Um, still not gay. I don't yeah. care if you're gay. I don't have a problem with it. I'm just Correct. That's why like, people yeah. think
1: you have masculine energy, because I've never gotten Yeah, that. I would
0: have never thought. You walked in the door, I thought you'd be like the, I was like, she's in a cute little dress. She looks so fat. I would have never thought that. Yeah. That's that's
2: because I just now, like, hit, like, a f- it's so weird. I just now hit a feminine, feminine point. Era. Feminine yeah. era. Because I was so masculine. And I like to be masculine.
0: But then because of comments like that, I got very unhyper. I feel like hyper feminine sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like yes. I have to yeah. wear makeup. I have to have my hair done. I need to wear more, like, you know, yeah. look more put together, petite, and, like, also someone that trains a lot and I look muscular. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Like, yeah, and if then I- yeah. Go ahead.
2: Then you. No, and I had this thing where like, it's almost a coping mechanism, like, like the masculinity, like sexuality type thing, where I had this one guy friend, and I was going to stay with him, and I started out the trip super super feminine because I really liked this guy, and then <laughs> But I hated him. By the then that's <laughs> I hated him, and I was masculine. No, but I then he like started to bring over his girlfriend and a girlfriend that he did not tell me about. Oh, And, and all of a sudden, yeah. And all of a sudden I had the self-awareness to know that I went into like, like I, I am, and he kind of made it seem like I was a lesbian. Like I was the gay best friend and stuff like that. And so I like played into that because it's a weird, like hyper fixation in my mind where If I cannot compete with the feminine girl that I am in a room with, I'm going to take myself out of the equation and be masculine so the man doesn't even have an option to choose me.
0: Exactly. And, like, I also feel like there can also be, like, this, I don't know the word, like, not competition, but um, I don't know. What's the word when, like, you? When you fuck? No. (laughs) (laughs) uh like kind of like competition with that girl when she's super super fe- and insecurity insecure oh yeah yeah mm. when they're super feminine like mm-hmm. they have the like most soft spoken voice and they talk yeah. the super high pitch and like they don't curse and they say with mm-hmm. their legs crossed all the time and they wear dresses and they look just so girly and mm-hmm. i'm like i just don't look like that like i have muscles like i lift at the gym like and it almost feels like you kind of have to retract and just been like okay fine yeah. like She's just prettier. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, she's more this, 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 this. When in mm-hmm. reality, it's honestly like I'm now more comfortable, I think, with who I am. Mm-hmm. Because now I'm like, fuck it. I don't care. Like, I'm yeah. funny. You know, like, they might be, like, super. But I have, like, a grit. You know what I mean? Like, a oomph to me. So I don't really care. But back like, then, it was hard.
1: Well, yeah. with that uh, ideology, I mean, I've had the same thing of, like, you walk into a room, someone's more jacked or whatever. Yeah. shit. And then changing that headspace to something more along the lines of, like. You know, they might have this, but, you know, knowledge-wise, I invest. And also is how much you invest in yourself. You're mm-hmm. like, they can have everything else in the world, but, yeah. like, I love myself. Yeah. And that's something that people just don't have. Mm-hmm. And and then using that as a comparison of, like, oh, no, I have a great relationship with myself. Or Like, I love my family. Like, when you mm-hmm. walk into a room and have those thoughts, I mean, A, it's more positive. And yeah. B, it's like, okay, you can be a millionaire. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Do you like what you see in the mirror? Is your head a good place to be in? And then if it's all those things and I'm like, all oh, right, great. Like, that's like a good thing. And I, I'm glad you have that. Honestly, I hope we both keep getting better at that versus being like, I feel weird now that you're better than me at this thing. Yeah. And it's kind of just me- changing your metrics, which you measure everything. Mm-hmm. Like what success would have happen- all this thing, all these things. You're like, well, it doesn't matter. Like I can be a dude who fucking dances and does all this shit or I can paint or I can sing. like whatever, yeah. but that doesn't matter. What matters is that like, you know, I take care of myself and like. I Correct. love the people around me and all those yeah. other things.
0: Yeah. Like changing it to like, that was me that I was working on changing it to more like, okay, well I'm more oomph to me. You know, I have like, I've grit instead of thinking like, Oh, I don't look like that. Yeah. Just thinking like, okay, well I'm funny. Like I'm relatable.
1: And like, most of the time too. And that's another thing. Everyone else fucking hates themselves. Yeah. Like you walk into a room and that person still, they're still think, and they might think the same thing of you. Like the amount of people I meet, they're like, Oh my God, da da, all shit. I'm like, I don't know who you're talking about. That ain't yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. the amount of times I've been told, just in the past like two days now, of like, you seem so put together. And I'm like, I don't know where you guys are getting mm. this from.
0: It's because you, the reason why I think everyone thinks so that is because, okay, first of all, you have a pretty successful company. Yeah. You work on your mental health. You wake up aggressively and get in a cold shower and scream and slap, sure. high five yourself <laughs> in the mirror. Like, okay, you know what I mean? Though, no, but those type of things.
1: It's, like, just, it's just fun things.
0: Fun things. Yeah. You know, cold showers are not fun. You were, objectively wrong and you're the only one that
2: lives with yourself and like has a mental stream constantly so it's like you are not going to think that you are put together because you're hearing yourself speak yeah like all the time like i could sit across from you for 50 days straight and still think you're put together yeah. when your and mind is thinking. The actual, yeah.
1: The actual thoughts happening mm. on the inside.
2: Yeah. Which is hard because then how do we declutter our minds so we can feel ourselves being put together? And is yeah. that even possible? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I've never ever aimed to be put together. Well, like yeah. this is not like a, I think it's way better for someone to just under like be more understanding, yeah. more thoughtful and more less reactionary and have more agency, like so many other things that I have before even put together is like ever all well, the I mean, list. both
0: of you speak so intelligently, like genuinely, like I'm listening to you guys speak and I'm like, maybe I should download that $30 <laughs> Word app that you downloaded, this fuck. <laughs> oh, like, like I don't talk like that, like, you know what I mean? Like, this is weird because I thought the exact opposite like i'm like i'm over
2: here being quiet and not giving anything to the podcast but you're over here giving like psychology
0: oh see i feel like like the opposite i feel like i wasn't saying enough look at us this is is what we mean by like it's just how i think it's good to try to flip that switch in your head of Mm -hmm. this is the reality of a fact and this is just what i'm thinking to myself because you're your you know you're your own hardest critic yeah with everything like I might do something, and someone be like, "That's amazing," and I'd be like, "That was terrible." Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hated that. I wanted I'd say that, and they'd be like, "That was so intelligent." What you just said, I, I love that saying. I'd be like, "I mm-hmm. thought that was kind of
1: like, really that." Like really, yeah.
0: Yeah. like that was weird. But you know what I mean? Yeah. So.
1: No, something you said I kind of like skipped over. This I meant to bring this back up. Um, but when you said a while ago of like someone bringing up something twice within like twelve hours or something,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think that's a way of. The universe or God, whatever the fuck you want to call it,
0: telling you, you fix
1: using it. You, no, well, oh. yeah, using other people as a as a way to convey something, and then it kind of like removes your mind of like, oh, I'm just a stepping stone in their story right now, hmm. which gets rid of the I and the ego, and be like, you know, right now I might just be a stepping stone for your success of like, I'm just gonna be here and then I might not be there, whatever that looks like, I have no yeah. idea, but we get used in other people's lives all the time, and it's for me, it's really. Nice to acknowledge that, of like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, you know, there's something trying to tell you, don't be an asshole. That's sick. Well, yeah.
0: And it's also something that, like, I didn't even realize the impact I could have on someone else. Yeah. Until I think it got said, and I was like, holy shit. Because I don't even realize I do it anymore. Yeah. Like, I just do it and I think it's funny or
1: making a joke. Here's a cool thing, too. It's the universe or whatever this is giving you a test to see if you grow or if you stay the same yeah and if mm. you take those opportunities as growth and you jump on it then it's going to give you more opportunity to keep growing because yeah. you keep getting it's like these little checkups you get checkups all the time yeah and if you don't grow past the checkup you're going to come back down shoots and Yes. Yep. you're going to come back That's down true. again and you work your way back up it's like all right you ready for your next checkup and you're like okay i can try it and then, if you react the same way with anger or aggression, all those other things, then you're not gonna ever go- grow past it.
0: Yeah. It's like going back to a bad relationship. It's like that was your moment to be out. You guys were done. You went back. Okay. Yeah. Now you're stuck in the same place. You're gonna have to try again. Now you have to go through all that hard shit, and that hard, you know, mental, the detachment, all of this mm-hmm. again. Yeah. That was my experience. It was like, how the fuck did I end up here again? What did I just do? And then I was like, okay, I gotta do it again. But.
1: We already got the hour mark. I know you got a schedule. We got some stuff to do. Uh, so to that, I think we should end it. Any closing thoughts, guys?
0: Um, don't be an asshole.
1: Don't be an asshole.
0: If you're insecure within yourself, everyone's insecure. And stop caring what people think. That's something I'm telling myself, actually. So um, you guys and me I'm telling all of us. Um, hope you all enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you Woo. for being
1: on. It was great. Thank you. I really enjoyed talking to you. We could great. talk for hours, but yeah. I assume we don't have hours yeah. today. Yeah.
0: yeah. So you want to clap to end it or
1: we can. I, I want to. All right. All right. One, two, three.